Welcome to the Ultimate Home Selling Guide, presented by Rolo's Law. Your useful guide to helping you sell your home quicker and for the price you would really like. Join Jen and Sally as they take you by the hand through the whole selling process, so you can stay completely informed and up to date with the latest trends, fashions and market regulations. And now your hosts, Jen and Sally. Hello and welcome back to episode four of the Ultimate Home Selling Guide with me, Sally, and my co-host, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Sally. It's great to be back. Looking forward to talking about today's subject. Today, we'll be discussing a few of the ways that an estate agency can help you to successfully market your property. Our aim today is to help you to know what you should be looking for from your agent's marketing services, what is important and what you can possibly do without. Some agents may offer optional extras. Some of these may be helpful to you, but some could end up being non-essential expenditure. So we will discuss what's deemed necessary, what's useful and what are gimmicks. This should help you to make an informed decision about who to employ as your agent and how to wisely spend your money. So what is the most important type of advertising? With statistics indicating that 95% of people start their property search online, it's clear that internet advertising is absolutely key. There are a whole host of well-known websites. Such as Rightmove, Zoopla, Prime Location, Mm -hmm. etc. These aren't actually agencies. They are a way for agencies to advertise. And the most well-known ones get a huge amount of traffic, so a brilliant way of marketing your house. So sellers should look out for those websites in the agent's marketing package. Yeah, that would absolutely be my advice. There are also a number of of member groups that some agencies are part of, specifically in Scotland, such as the Solicitors Property Centres. Uh, in Fife, we've got the Fife SPC, there's ones in Edinburgh, Glasgow, etc. as well. And locally, these are very popular sites for people to search on. But do be wary of agents mentioning hundreds of websites. Not all of them are actually getting any traffic, so that is a bit of a gimmick. So quality rather than quantity then? Yes, a few of the best ones, forget about the rest. There are probably only about 10 national websites that actually get used. But also, in addition to that, an agent should have their own website. So check that out too. Consider its ease of use as a buyer and how much information is there. And it's also an opportunity for you to check out the quality of their work too. So how about press advertising? In my opinion, it is non-essential and costly. Buyers no longer hunt for properties in the paper. They used to, but times have changed. I think that generally speaking, it's probably a waste of money. Often an agent will include it in their advertising package and that's fine. It won't do any harm, but I wouldn't use it as a reason to choose one agent over another. Having said that, many papers are offering special deals these days, so if you want to try something extra, you could at least consider that. Also, some high-end properties do feature in the colour supplements of national papers. There is a sector of buyers that that appeals to. So is it all web-based or how else can you get the word out? Well, mailing lists are a very powerful tool and email has made this very effective indeed. Agents will be approached by buyers looking for property and as soon as something suiting them comes on the market, the details will be emailed out, sent on, phone calls made, etc. Do you think high street presence help? I do. It's a place for buyers to browse windows where the properties will be displayed, talk to the agents, get more information. The feedback that we get is that buyers prefer dealing with people in this kind of setting, the traditional agency, people who have detailed information and local knowledge, rather than a virtual agency with no local presence. And don't dismiss the traditional for sale boards. They are useful for a number of reasons. Like word of mouth. And it makes it easy for viewers to also find the property. Um, So that's the advertising element. What else does an estate agency do as part of their service? 
services. Yeah, a lot of people don't realise what kind of work goes into the estate agency business. Your agent will be doing a lot of admin, arranging viewings, gathering information on buyers, assessing their circumstances, etc. They'll be gathering feedback from viewers and communicating this back to the sellers. I'm sure everyone will agree that communication is essential. Yep. They should be giving you regular updates and talking through the marketing and what's happening. How about accompanied viewings? What do you think of those? Well, most agents will offer the service of accompanying viewings. Many sellers might prefer to do their own viewings. And if so, listen to episode six of our podcast for tips on that topic. But if you are using your agent to do the viewings, you ought to make sure that they're using trained viewing agents who know how to present a house and have information rather than just opening the door and letting them in to have a look for themselves. Great. Of course, a lot of my job is to do with the negotiations of sales. I think that's a pretty important part of the service. Do you agree? Oh, goodness, Jen, you are important. Don't (laughs) let anyone tell you otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. An agent will be acting for a seller, trying to get them the best possible price. And doing that often involves instinct and making judgment calls. They'll be giving advice, helping you decide how best to negotiate, reading the market both nationally and locally, and the levels of interest, deciding about closing dates, in Scotland at least. And when it comes to the negotiations do let your agent do their job. They are experienced, they're acting with your best interests and designed to take the stress away from you. Our best advice that we can give you is to let them. Thanks, Sally. I appreciate your words of support. <laughs> no uh, so why is a traditional high street agency any better than an online estate agency? You say that internet advertising is the most important thing? Well, online agencies are becoming a bit more popular. And in truth, this is probably because their prices are usually lower. And this may well suit some people, so it could be a viable option. However, there are other things to consider other than just fee prices and some of these things I mentioned earlier. For example, a local agent is likely to be able to get you a better sale price through various advantages, such as knowing the local market, local presence, building rapport with known house hunters, and consequently can give better advice and a better place to negotiate from a stronger position. And of course, they can accompany the viewings. You're also likely to get a better product quality in terms of the photographs, the floor plans and text, etc. And they're much more hands-on. So what do you think are non-essential gimmicks? Well, I do think that advertising on 100 plus websites, Mm. um, I also think that video tours are perhaps not essential. It looks flashy, it looks nice, but I don't believe that buyers have the time and patience to watch them. Pushing local press advertising, as I mentioned earlier, I believe it's more of a way to advertise the agent than the property itself. And what about dealing with offers? How will your agent help with that? Well, this is where it varies slightly between Scotland and England. So really, we can only speak from the terms of the the Scottish market. Verbal offers may come in and they can be negotiated, um, but nothing's actually set in stone until we get a written offer from a solicitor. So as an agent, we will be able to read through the offers, discuss the salient points with you as a seller, negotiate as necessary. We can organise and handle any requests for surveys. And then once the offer is agreed, that's when the property comes off the market and the solicitor takes it on. So in summary, sellers, you should consider what you want from your agent. Don't always go for the one that charges the least. Assess what you get for your money. Be prepared to pay for the important bits and good service, but draw the line at non-essential gimmicks. Ask if the price includes viewings, and if it does, but you want to do your own, ask if there's discount available. At the very least, you should be able to expect a good advertising package and good service for handling inquiries and viewings and offers. And hopefully this will help you to know what to look for and what questions to ask when choosing an agent. We would really like to get the ultimate home selling guide out there to more people. And what would be really helpful is a rating and review on iTunes, which will go a long way to helping the podcast to gain exposure and get our helpful advice out to more people. 
Thanks very much for joining us today. We hope this has been helpful to you. We'd love to get your feedback. So please feel free to tweet us at Rolos Law or email us on homesellingguide at rolos.co.uk. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Home Selling Guide, presented by Rollo's Law. You must not rely on the information in this podcast as an alternative to legal advice from an appropriately qualified professional. If you have any specific questions about any legal matter, you should consult your own solicitor. You should never delay seeking legal advice, disregard legal advice, or commence or discontinue any legal action as a result of any information shared in this podcast. Please visit Rollo's at www.rollo's.co.uk for the most up-to-date legal advice.